Hey guys, it's Santos Banning, and you're officially listening to Early Success. This is episode 40, and I'm actually really, really excited about this episode. I feel like I say that for every episode, but I'm just a, a genuinely happy person. And with that said, I have a couple of major updates. I am actually that that made me think of something because I go ahead and listen to old podcasts sometimes and edit them. And I, like I said, people listen to them and they they give me feedback, so I listen. So sometimes I listen to what they say. So then I go back and listen to old podcasts and kind of critique them and see where I can improve and where I could expand more on. And I do the I do every time I introduce introduce my podcast I always do like hey hey guys I, I slap my hands a lot I don't know why uh, I I use a lot of hand gestures so I just wanted to point out that sometimes um, you hear a slapping noise or a scrolling sound it's because I'm on my laptop and I'm making hand gestures. Anyways, uh, the updates that I want to bring to this podcast were potential interviews. So I ha- I reached out to Dave from Not Your Shadow and I, I just asked him, I was like, hey man, do you like have any people, friends, acquaintances, people in your industry that would be interested on potentially getting on my podcast? And he said, yeah, uh, let me just take the weekend and get some information and then I'll hit you back up. And literally like um, after the weekend on Monday or Tuesday, he called me and he's like, hey man, uh, I got seven people uh, that are actually pretty interested. I'm going to get you into contact with them. It's all going to be through Facebook Messenger. Uh, I'm going to hang up and I'm going to do that right now. And I was like, oh, hell yeah, man. Like, real fucking MVP. And I, I'm in the works with scheduling uh, interviews with about four of them. And then I, I reached out to another buddy of mine, Marty, um, just because I think he, he's a great personality. We go, go back maybe five years and he he runs a couple of his own companies uh he and he, he posts a lot on facebook he has a lot of thoughts about the education system so i think it would just be interesting to bring him on the podcast because he's doing really big things um extremely humble guy humble humble guy he does have a mercedes but he works real hard so he he deserves it i know he does he's working on the weekends every fucking weekend so he he definitely deserves it he he's a very humble guy so i'd love to get him on the podcast i have four of dave's friends in the works with uh potential interviews it's just a matter of scheduling just because october is coming up and i i'm like crazy busy these like every weekend of october so um, I just I just need to set some time aside and get some interviews scheduled. So I'm pretty excited for that. Um, another thing that I wanted to talk about was in general, 2018. It has been a great fucking year, and I think that's come surprising. That's come as a surprise to a lot of people that I say that just because I I lost a three and a half year relationship uh, in my suicide podcast I I, I broke down a little bit um, and there's been times where I get overwhelmed and I get discouraged but that's life man there's a lot of highs and lows and just 2018 um, I just feel like it's been an awakening and a lightning year like I've I've learned so much about myself um, I just turned I just turned 23 I didn't celebrate. I don't really do partying. And actually, a lot of my friends don't even know that my birthday just passed. Um, Just because it's not anywhere on social media. I don't tell my friends my birthday. Uh, When you live in a group home, it's just... And you grow up homeless. It's just not something you celebrate or really care about. So I've never really made it a big deal. 
Um, but I just did turn 23, so another year in the books. But I'm, I'm excited about it because uh, this last year, is, I know it's only going to be October and we have a couple months left in 2018, but I just feel like it's been a really great year. Like I, I graduated with my bachelor's, I started my master's, I'm more than halfway through my master's, I went to Disney World in January, that was part of my graduation gift slash late birthday gifts for my ex and her dad, and it was just a really good time, um, I'm glad that I went, uh, I, I I did hate spending the money, but I'm glad I went, it was just an experience that um, I think was worth it, and I, I'm really glad that I, I have that memory with my ex and her family. It was a really good time, even though it was really cold and my ankle was one of my ankles were really swollen and it was hard for me to walk. Overall, I think it was it was just a great memory. Um, I I started my podcast. I started working full time. I got my car. I got an apartment. Um, I and I just feel like the most the biggest thing for me was I figured out who I was. I feel like the first twenty one years of my life. I was kind of like being a pretender like I didn't know who I was because like all of elementary most of middle school and most of high school I, I try to be a lot of things and I just couldn't figure out who I was I there was a part of me who wanted to be the party boy the frat boy the guy that picked up all the chicks and then I, I I'm but I'm also kind of extroverted I really wanted to um be like nerdy because I was a nerdy kid in in seventh and eighth grade I hung out with nerds the theater group I in the mornings when people were playing basketball and tetherball um in seventh and eighth grade what I was doing was freaking I was doing homework in the library and looking for new books to to check out um and me and my friend I was with like my group of friends doing that and it was really fun for me because we would all like break out and talk about homework with each other and talk about the problems that we and answers that we got um I, and I really like that and then but then I got to high school and then that's when I started caring more about my my social value I guess because I wanted to be more popular because for some reason even though I was a nerdy kid I somewhere along the lines I was around freshman year I kind of figured out I was good looking and I, I kind of I could dress how I wanted to dress and I skinny jeans and converse and vans were really popular so I started getting into like the, those kind of brands and I, I took off my glasses and my braces came off and I started doing my hair how I wanted because before I would just get buzz cuts um, I wanted to grow my hair out and just kind of from there I I just became socially conscious and I found out that I was good looking and but I was still an extrovert but because I was good looking and I hung out with like the football and basketball and athletes and the popular kids they were all hooking up and dating and picking up chicks and I, I did that because I wanted to fit in even though it wasn't really my personality but I was conflicted because I liked being popular and I liked fitting in but at the same time, I really cared about my studies. And that was just something that I always really struggled with because even in my relationships, even when I got serious relationships, I was conflicted because I really wanted to be popular and I really wanted, I liked having the attention of all these different girls because I, at, at the time, I didn't love myself and I couldn't believe that other people really wanted me in that way. So it felt really good. And it wasn't because like I'm like a, nat like a natural cheater. I've never cheated um, emotionally in like high school I did but other I, but I've never physically cheated just in high school I've I flirted and wasn't emotionally committed when I should have been 
And but it's because I didn't love myself. I was extremely insecure, and just the fact that other girls were giving me attention just blew my mind, and it felt really good because I I, I just didn't believe it, but I gave into it if that makes sense. Um, but then but then I figured out that's not who I was, and I kind of got over it because I'm like that's that's not cool to me, and I I stopped going going to like parties and I didn't really in even in college I didn't really go clubbing I went to a couple of, of clubs a couple of parties I went to a couple of raves and and I just don't like doing it because I'm kind of an extrovert even it might be hard to believe because I do a lot I've done public speaking events and in college and high school most of like gatherings I tend to be the the group speaker and I did a, I'm doing a podcast and looking to start a YouTube video and there's going to be a lot of speaking in involved but there are times when it when it comes to social gatherings and and i i tend to just kind of observe that's just kind of been my personality or if it's something that actually fascinates me then then i'll I'll talk about it but as far as like nonchalant conversation i, I suck at it like I, I don't care about the fucking weather you know but i i i kind of figured out who i was and and, and it took the, it took those being a nerd in middle school and elementary and becoming a semi-popular person in my circles in high school and and being emotionally uh is it disloyal disloyal in my relationships to kind of figure out who I was and what I did and didn't believe in and so when I got to college I I did go out but it just it wasn't me um, and I, I still don't do it now. Like all my friends, because uh, I'm 23. I, uh, all my friends are 21 through 25, and they all love clubbing. They all like picking up chicks. They all like going to raves and festivals. And honestly, I felt like I was too old for them when I was like, like four or five years ago. And so now, just seeing that my friends still do it, I, I think it's kind of weird. Um, I, I get that it's really fun. I, I get that people really like it i just like different things i guess because i i like more cultured activities like i actually really enjoy uh symphonies and going to museums and aquariums and i'm a huge i love going to the movies um that's just me so it it took those first 21 years of my life figuring out who i was and who i wasn't and what i truly believed in and even though I I knew I was doing all these things to fit in, I I didn't like that I did them, um, and it and it took tw- being turning twenty two just last year to finally just decide you know what I'm not gonna do any of that I'm just gonna do me uh, because at the time I was a senior in in college and in my head I was like you know what I'm about, I'm about to graduate I need to stop being someone that I'm not. I need to stop trying to please everyone else. I need to stop caring about what other people think. So I'm just going to do me. So that's why I work 50, 60 hours a week. That's why I don't go clubbing. That's why I don't. I haven't drank a beer in over a month. I haven't done drugs since college. I, I just, it's just not who I am. And the, that's why I started my podcast because before I was really scared and I really cared about what other people thought. And and now I don't, so I'm just gonna do me. I I, and I think I'm gonna succeed now, just because, no matter what it is, I'm genuinely happy, and I've come to love myself, and I'm completely comfortable with who I am, and that's why I think this it, this is 
been such a great year is because I've been myself the whole year. Yeah, it did cost me some uh, friendships and it did cost me a relationship, but just being being able to be me and do what I love and and be vocal about what I believe in and and not put on this fake persona it just it just feels so good and I'm so happy I did it and and I'm just so confident in myself because that's what my problem was in middle school and high school was I wasn't confident in myself um I didn't I sucked at relationships that's why I wasn't emotionally committed um that that's why I I did like clubbing and partying when I did do it is because I just wanted to fit in but now that I'm comfortable with myself, I I'm not gonna put on some fake persona to pretend some to be someone that I'm not. Sure, like uh, I'm not gonna say I'm never gonna club and I'm never gonna rave. Um, like my friends are truly into it, and I I want to I want to do things with my friends that they enjoy because my friends do things with me that I enjoy. Like so, I'm not gonna be like oh I'm not gonna do that. Um, it's just like a relationship. You you have to experience some new things with your friends. But if if it's coming if it comes across as changing my belief system then I might not do that just because that's not who I am like picking up chicks I'm not going to do that but yeah I'll go to a club and have a beer with some of my friends so it's just it's I guess it's about compromising but I'm not gonna I'm just not gonna lose my identity in it and pretend to be someone like in high school when I was doing drugs when I was flirting with every chick that I could possibly flirt with now I'm just I'm just gonna do me. I've been sing I I think I've been single since July, and I've been super freaking single, like disgustingly single, just because I don't care about a relationship. I'm not looking, um, and that's why I'm so happy about this year, just because I'm I'm emotionally stable, mentally, sp- excuse me, spiritually. I've never felt this confident. I've never felt this good about myself. Yeah, there are days that suck. There are days that I actually hate my job. There are days where I don't want to do homework. Days that I'm just so spent and overwhelmed. Days that I get discouraged about this podcast. But in the grand scheme of things, I just spiritually, mentally, emotionally, I have just never been in such a good place. And I'm just so glad that I finally have have found some confidence and contentness in myself that I never had before. Um, and I guess that's like the main reason why this has been such a good year. Um, I, like, despite losing a relationship, it, it was probably the best thing that could have happened to me. Losing a couple of friendships was great. I'm, I'm just so happy. And I, I, I'm just, they were, I guess they were just things that, that I needed to go through to teach me and kind of builds up to to this character that I am now it's always been my underlying personality but I just never let it show because I was just always scared to be myself and now that I am myself and seeing that my friends don't even really care they just because everyone's going through their own things um people just don't care they they like it they like they actually like the santos because they all everyone kind of knew i was always a nice guy and they didn't understand what the things that i was doing or why i was hanging out with the people that i was hanging out with because they knew it wasn't me they, and then when i talked to them about it they're like well why do you do that i'm like i don't, I don't know i just look cool i guess and that was literally always my answers and i'm just i'm not gonna do that anymore i i'm a, i'm 23 i just turned 23 i still feel 22 I actually still feel 15 but i just there's a there comes a time when you need to grow up and i i feel that i am doing that emotionally ah, i i feel incredible i honestly really do 
it's, it's, it's been a great year. And another thing that I wanted to walk through, um, I wanted to walk through my resume just because I wanted to walk through my accomplishments just because I feel like I have a relatively impressive resume and I just want to give people a little bit more background about who I am. Um, I, I feel like I haven't discussed it too much in in this podcast. I just talk about, I've talked about kind of random stuff, um, but this one I, re- I really wanted to uh, kind of focus on my resume. So I have three. I have one specifically for GCU. I have one for like like startup companies and then i have one for like other full-time positions so i wanted to walk through my my full-time position one so i'm not going to go through my objective but skills i just put like basic things that i think are really important like flexible schedule positive work ethic great communication skills willing to learn team player microsoft office and then i go into specifics with that because i, I specialize in other um data platforms like XRM, CRM, FileBound, ca- Campus View, T, Thesis, and Saber, Nexus, and it kind of goes on. Um, and then I do things like SRS ticket requests, which are pretty popular in the college world. It's usually counselors or um, some sort of person that wants clarification on some academic policy or degree progress uh, inquiry. So I handle a lot of that. Um, I also put that I'm a great uh, multitasker, which I am, uh, customer friendly, detail oriented, uh, auditing, file management, and data entry, experience with inbound and outbound calls, fo- follow ups, recruiting, and accreditation. Uh, I included accreditation because when I was a student worker, um, it was my job to make sure that potential professors and existing professors their licenses and certifications and like if they have like any publications or dissertations or any any relevant work experience i had to make sure that it was all all real that it was all accredited and they they were just good to go so and because we needed to have that because we needed to we the gcu is governed they they they're accredited by several uh accrediting bodies not just the higher learning commission but like they're like the psychology program business education nursing like there's different accrediting bodies there's several and we just have to make sure that we are up and on the up and up to make sure that we can maintain those accreditations so i did that as a student worker and then i also worked in the procurement department where I was just responsible for travel itineraries for the sports teams and important personnel like our our president, our Dan Marley, who's the GCU men's basketball coach. He's kind of a big deal on campus. He played for the Phoenix Suns. Awesome dude, pretty tall. Um, I would book uh, flights, hotels, and um, authorized parking passes. And then for last two years before I before I graduated in December I was a faculty services student worker and that's where I handled uh, the accreditation stuff but uh, I would input resumes transcript licenses certifications and publications into GCU's databases and then I would train the other student workers uh, once I graduated um, I was no no longer eligible to be a student worker and I had to find a full-time job and that's how I'm in the job that I am in now. I work for student records operations. We've had a couple of name changes before. We were academic records and we were student operations, I believe, and now we're student records management. Awesome. 
So I've been doing this since February. Um, so essentially what I do is I am responsible for the student's acceptance, scholarships, schedules, and degree progress. And then I also handle transfer work. So I would I'd substitute or transfer any applicable credits to a student's program of study. And that may be because they did a program change or they're like a transfer student. Um, a major part of my job is to be pretty aware of the academic catalog and the policy handbook because it's my job to uphold academic policy and I enter all this information into GCU's databases. I mostly work with uh, Campus View T in um, XRM. Um, and then I have like some miscellaneous things on here like I actually put that I am a podcaster and this is my, uh, my show. Um, so and this is like not a fib but it's not like 100 percent true because it's not my i'm not like khalid's uh official designer or anything but last year um he khalid was choosing between two outfits for uh his ama red carpet appearance and out of the group of friends that i was with i was the only one that chose the black and yellow one that he actually wore and he ended up wearing so i put that he wore an outfit that i suggested to wear at the amas last year um, and then I put that I I was on his guest list uh, for his T-Mobile Presents Club Magenta powered by Pandora, Pandora performance with uh, Khalid and Logic uh, last November. And then I have an associate producer for the Ted Bundy Had a Son film that's going to be released next year. Um, I, I've, I've brought up Mad Sin Cinema. Uh, if you're interested in getting any producer credits, uh, go ahead and look up Mad Sin Cinema. I, I made a contribution to them just because uh, I wanted to build up, build up a, friend, a film resume. Um, so I have an associate producer for Ted Bundy Had a Son. It, it seems like... a a uh, pretty interesting uh project so i'm pretty happy for that one uh i made another contribution to family values the cor uh the corruptions it's a film uh, the show the Fa family values is available on amazon and it's actually well received and i made a donation to them for like five hundred dollars to pay for uh their artwork and photo shoot or part of it anyway so i got a very special thanks credit for that uh back in 20. 15 to 2014-15 year, I was a freshman uh, at GCU. Um, I was actually going to go to U of A, but then I changed last minute to go to Grand Canyon University just because growing up in a group home, I wasn't really religious, but I was curious about it, so I attended GCU just to kind of figure out why everyone was religious and maybe I could find God. Um, but I, I won 2015 Most Popular Freshman. Uh, that was given to me by the senior class. Um, so I'm pretty excited for that. Just because I'm a social guy, I went out. My 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 RA was my roommate. He was a senior, so he was a pretty popular guy. So, and I hung out with him all the time, so I became pretty well known for that reason. I also decided to put that I participated in organizations like Boy Scouts, DECA, Speech and Debate, Student Government, Yearbook, Journalism, and Free Arts of Arizona. Um, I, even though I said I was extroverted, even uh, back in high school and in middle school, even though I was uh, extroverted, I was doing a lot of, I, I wasn't just like hooking up or flirting with girls and being emotionally 
disloyal, but I, I just was an all-around social person, and I did all these clubs too, so there, there was a pro out of me trying to figure out who I was and trying to fit in. I was doing a lot of social events and going to a lot of uh, games and rallies and whatnot. Uh, a couple years ago, I was involved in youth ministry for the Dominican Republic, uh, specifically the education site. I worked with little kids, uh, taught them a, like I, I speak basic basic Spanish, so I would just teach them like letters and numbers, and um, just taught them like how to clean and color, and it, it was really fun. Uh, I think uh, it left a really nice impact. I I keep in contact with them a little bit here and there, um, just because I I keep up with the leader. Uh, I want to go back pretty really soon. Um, hope maybe next year or in the next t- couple of years. I I really loved it. Um, I'm a GCU ice hockey volunteer for the sports business club. Uh, I'm an Eagle Scout. I earned it back in 2013, which is Boy Scouts' uh, highest award. Um, and also in that same year, 2013, I received the Service Leader Award. Um, and then, sorry, my resume wasn't properly formatted uh i received the young american award back in 2014 and i was nominated to meet president obama because i was actually the first boy scout ever to earn the eagle award while in a group home um which is actually a really big deal um that's why i got the 2013 service leader award i got a couple other awards i don't know where they're at and that's why they're not included on here but it was a really big deal um I, I could get a Guinness World Record, but they make you pay for it, and I just don't want to do it. Um, I, I'm pretty proud of that one because it, being in a group home, it was actually a lot of hard work, but I'm I'm glad that I went through it. And that's pretty much my resume. And then I have my education that I got a Bachelor of Science in Psychology and minored in Christian Studies, class of 2017. And then I'm currently enrolled in the Master of Science and Leadership program for the from the Colangelo College of Business. Um, I'm reaching out to back um, one of my I was the group home agency that I was involved with was uh, Sunshine Residential Homes and Dr. Monique Monique A. Williams she studied at Creighton from 2012 to 2014 uh, did a dissertation and I was involved in that dissertation um, for her doctor of education in I'm trying to look it up. Organizational leadership and development. Her activities and societies were the EDD program and leadership. So I want to get a uh, get a copy of that because I've never I never read it. And a dissertation is a pretty big deal. So I just wanted to read. I want to read it and then I want to include it on my resume and just have a copy saved because I think it's pretty cool that someone wanted to uh, get me on their dissertation. So I'm hoping to hear back from her on that pretty soon. Um, but that's pretty much like my my resume. Like that's just the generics. Um, it's it's obviously a little bit more formal and it's well put together because it is a resume. Um, but that's it. I just wanted to walk people through that just because some peer, people were curious. Um, because people will think I have a really good job, um, and they were just curious how I got it and um, how much I get paid and what my resume looked like. And that's another thing, and that's what is kind of going to be a segue for my next part. Um, Everything takes a lot of work. Like, my first student worker 
jobs. So I had a, a couple of jobs. My senior year, I, I worked at Anna's Linen part time, and then I gra- then I graduated high school, and then I took the summer off, and then I went on to college, and then I worked at Tilly's for like a year and a half, and I didn't have a car, so it was really hard for me to get to and from work. Those jobs were pretty easy to get, but after that, I I quit Tilly's because I wanted something on campus and I wanted to work at GCU. After I graduated, because I wanted to get my master's for free and they paid pretty good, um, so I became a student worker, making ten dollars an hour and working fifteen to twenty hours a week, um, and I was willing to take that pay cut, or it, it, well, it was a pay cut, and work such low hours because I was thinking long term that it would be extremely beneficial, which it was, but it wasn't easy getting the job. Like I, I applied to 20 jobs before I got that job and I only heard back from that one. So I made sure to like make an, like an impression and I got the job. And then I quit that job um, just because I, I took the summer off to get involved with uh, the, the, the mission trip. And I was also a camp counselor for um, some youth camps. I was a basketball coach. Um, and then I was going to go to Philadelphia for two months to be a camp counselor. I, I didn't do it, but I, I did other things like the basketball camp. So I, I quit that job. And then once the sober, summer was over and I went back, I entered. I think I believed I entered my junior year. I applied for another 20 jobs and I only heard back from one. And I got I got the job. And it was kind of discouraging just because I never, I never heard back from the other 19. And... But I didn't get a job offer or anything. So it took a lot of work to even get my jo- jobs. And then my current job, I people are like, oh, you're so lucky. You get your master's for free. You get so much overtime. You, you get a nice little cubicle. Um, you work in a nice building. You work for a great company. It took a lot of work to get this job. Even with being an alumni and working as a student worker for two years in two different departments and having some pretty important uh, duties, it was really hard to get a job. It's competitive. I, I applied to 50 different jobs. And I think 40 of those were at GCU. It was really hard. It, it took a lot of work. Um, I only got two interviews. One of them I didn't get, but the count, the manager liked me so much, she recommended me to another job, and I ended up getting that one. And of of those 50 jobs that I applied to, I only heard back from four of them. And one of them offered me a job, but they required me to drive a lot, which I wasn't expecting that, and I didn't have a car at the time, so I couldn't take it. Um, so I, I held out, and it took me two months, and then I got a job from, well, like a month and a half. I got a job offer from GCU, and then I started working. It, it, everything takes a lot of work. People, they just see the the result, and they, they, they're envious. And I'm like, no, it, it took a lot of work, even with being a student worker and, and being having a great resume. I, it took a lot of work. It, I, I applied to 50 different jobs just to get one and only to hear back from four. So um, it's, it's not everything is 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 hard everything that you want to do everything that's that's great and pays good and is highly uh sought after it's it's going to take a lot of work that's why i know with this podcast that's why i keep pushing on with it because i know that 
it it might take two decades but i'm okay with putting in that work and just continuing to land interviews and continuing to put in work and continuing to expand my resume and and get involved with as much people as possible and just network and build skills and just communicate with every single person humanly possible because i think it's just those are good skills to have and i think they lead to success uh working hard and networking and communicating effectively are just are really good things to do so i i wanted to bring that up just because people see the result like what like same like with billionaires everyone's like oh i want to be a billionaire yeah they want to be have the money but they're not all willing to work hard like those guys they, it's not like they just be like worked five years and became a billionaire those people worked their face off and the they worked relentlessly and and it, it pays off and, it, and it's not like they become billionaires and they just stops they have to work even harder just to maintain that success so i i think people just have a misconstrued idea of what success looks like everyone wants the money and wants the end result but not everyone's willing to put in the work and i am and i think that that I think I'm heading in the right direction. Um, another thing that I wanted to bring up was my last class. So I was telling you guys that I didn't know how I felt about my getting my master's just because I felt like a little discouraged and I felt like it was hindering my creativity. Um, but I also mentioned that I did a, a presentation and pre- put it on YouTube because it was part of a class project. That It was that podcast that I made a sandwich. Um, I did a video. Uh, I felt really good about it. It was supposed to be five or five to seven minutes. Mine was like 13, but I didn't want to edit it, and I felt really good about it, so I posted it and submitted it. And the teacher reached out to me, and she said, this is one of the best presentations I have come across. I loved it. She said she loved it, and I got 100% on it. And I, and and I, I think once she actually heard what I had to say about social media marketing and engagement and and why it's so important and why why it's undervalued and why companies should focus on it, she understood. Because when I was writing about it, I don't think she understood it as much because she said it was too broad. And I went on to say it's not too broad. And I hit her with all these stats and 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 these numbers and and, and telling her how cheap it is to do social media marketing and compared to television and paper print marketing and 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 I think I really opened up her eyes and to, and showed her why uh social media and the internet are huge and I think that's why I ended up getting 100% on the presentation I ended up still getting a B in the class but I felt good about it going forward I still I feel good about the the program now I think it was just that one professor didn't understand where I was coming from but once she saw my presentation she fully understood so I I feel really good about it I think she understands where I'm coming from and I don't feel like I'm being creatively creative creatively being hindered um I, I I feel really good about it um since I am talking about school I graduate in April um I don't finish until May but I I'll graduate in April uh, I don't I I'm not able to order my cap and gown yet, but I am already thinking of graduation cap ideas. My high school one from class of 2014 is plain. Uh my one from 2017 from my bachelor's has a pineapple sticker. It says does not 
belong on and then it has a pizza sticker so it's pineapple does not belong on pizza it i think it's pretty iconic a lot of people loved it a lot of people didn't because people either love pineapple on pizza or they don't um so i felt like i really needed to top it so i think i'm gonna do something rust related i think i'm gonna do something uh associated with the formula uh song cover uh, just because I really like that song and I feel like I relate to it a lot and I I I just love Russ and I like the message from the song so I and I just think so I think it's really relevant to me so I just wanted to do something related to it so that's that I, I think it had brought up everything everything that I wanted to bring up emotionally I've never felt this good um my cap idea, resume. Hmm. Yeah, but that's pretty much it. I I'm, I found it. I found out who I was. I the, it took the first twenty years of trying to figure it out, becoming self aware, learning to love myself, kind of fitting in to see where I where I really wanted to be. Um, just trying, just trying different things, and ultimately, I am who I am now, and I've never felt this good because I, I just feel like these next two decades are are going to be huge. Um, if you haven't subscribed, please subscribe. Oh my gosh, we're on forty episodes now, so subscribe. If you haven't left a comment or a rating, bro, just give me five stars. That's all I'm asking. I don't think I'm asking too much. Um, my, my Twitter is growing a little bit. I got a lot of verified accounts have been following me a lot. A few of them have been checking out my podcast. So I'm pretty excited about that. Um, I, I think we're just heading in the right direction. And once I land these and schedule these next five interviews, I think we're just going to be in a really good spot. Um, I just, I, I, I just, I think with these interviews they're just going to lease it more and more interviews because i'm going to reach out to those people that i interview and be like hey do you know anyone that i, I can interview and it's just going to create this this like i don't want to say domino effect but it's like going to be a chain reaction of just connections on connections on connections and just expanding my network and who who knows where it will lead maybe it'll lead to some like great friendships maybe some great social groups or maybe to a career you just you never know so i'm pretty excited about it um i just it's just a matter of scheduling and then from there i'm just going to keep putting out content thank you guys i really really appreciate it bye